Sometimes when it gets uh, really, really busy, you neglect the things like date nights and romance and even kind, caring words. But it's good to remember that your spouse is who you wanted to marry, and uh, you need to embrace having uh, all of the good things, including romance, in your marriage. I'm John Fuller, joined by my focus colleagues, uh, Dr. Greg Smalley and Aaron Smalley. And I wonder which of the two of you is more flirtatious and fun in the relationship. I, you know, I I think that that I would have probably said me, um, but I'm telling you, as of I know, Aaron's <laughs> you just see the look. <laughs> I was waiting for his answer. You <laughs> wait, but let me finish what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was this. going to say I I feel like we do that pretty evenly now as far as flirtiness because w- w- I, I think we do a lot of playful teasing mm-hmm. around our physical relationship or just our affection you know we just the other day i, I noticed that our 16 year old daughter she said something and and aaron like just grabs me and starts kissing me kind of mocking our 16-year-old yes. who... And I'm who, sure Annie was getting yeah, exactly. all <laughs> yeah. red and embarrassed. Yeah, but even I, I've noticed that that Aaron, will, when our kids are just saying something, we have older kids, so, you know, but there, there's a lot of innuendo that you'll throw out there that they catch up on. They're like, oh, gross. And <laughs> there, there's just, I, I, I love that. You know, I think I'm probably more to initiate like a physical touch, mm-hmm. you know, but but I've just noticed lately, it seems like that, that you've been doing what I think is a fantastic job of just this more of this little playful teasing, mm-hmm. especially around sex. So I, I love that Aaron, maybe I would pick her now as the flirty okay. one. <laughs> I was going to say. Did you get to the right answer, Aaron? I think, <laughs> I would say it's both of us too, but I think in different seasons based on what we each have going on, because mm-hmm. it's an intentional awareness to make sure that we are pursuing each other in a flirtatious, playful manner. And Greg, of course, has an amazing sense of humor. So often that sense of humor helps with this playful banter and the pursuit of each other. Yeah, I just, last night, Aaron said, hey, will you fill up my water bottle? I think we were just hanging out on the couch. And I'm like, yeah, what's in it for me, though? Just being, I was just being funny, trying to be. Maybe it wasn't that funny, but... I loved her. She gave me that look, and she said, "Well, you, you'll find out." Kind of a <laughs> kind of response, and I was like, "Oh man, I just love that. Yes. I love it when she's being playful mm, like that." That's good. Well, let's go ahead and uh, continue on with this uh, topic. It's Focus President Jim Daly and me speaking with Lisa Jacobson and Felicia Masonheimer, who talk about something they call biblical flirtation. Felicia and Lisa, welcome to Focus on the Family. Welcome so back. Much. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, okay, it just sounds, it's such a, you know, it's already going to be a fun topic, I can tell. But <laughs> this idea of flirtation, all the guys, all the husbands are smiling. Finally, Jim, way to go. And wives are going, oh, no. One more thing. I mean, yeah, one more thing to do. But talk about just that general idea. Help us understand the context. I, let me ask it this way. Biblical flirtation. Is that even a, a thing I could say? 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> when Lisa and I were writing this book, we were, of course, looking first at scripture for what does it say about the relationships between husbands and wives. And one thing that Lisa said that I loved is that our marriages should be holy, but they should also be happy. And sometimes we can get so caught up in the holiness of marriage that we forget about the joy and fun and happiness of being married. And that is a thread all throughout scripture. Now, I'm not going to let you off the hook yet because in the book you talked about a Hallmark movie that you and your husband (laughs) Josh were watching. Now, I don't see how you get flirtation out of a Hallmark movie, but (laughs) please uh, highlight it for me. Okay, so I'm not saying that Hallmark movies should be the guide for anyone's love life or (laughs) marriage. Well, maybe so. I don't know. (laughs) But I was watching a Hallmark movie um, several years ago, four or five years ago. My husband and I had two small kids, and he was actually not with me while I was watching it. He was at a hockey game. And (laughs) I was watching this movie, and I was just thinking, we laugh at these Hallmark movies, but yeah. That we continue to watch them, like women especially, we continue to watch them. Um, and why is it? Well, we know this predictable plot line, right? We know it's all going to work out in the end, but we also love this fun tension of, you know, the back and forth and the kiss in the elevator and things like that. And I was just sitting on the couch watching this thinking, I already have a man. (laughs) I already have a husband. And I am so busy with little kids and work and all of this stuff that I forget to do these things. I wonder what would happen if I integrated some of these funny like Hallmark moments, if you wish, into my existing marriage. (laughs) And that was kind of the basis for the original flirtation experiment that eventually So Josh comes home from this hockey thing, and what do you say to him? Well, Honey, (laughs) (laughs) you look so handsome in that hockey outfit. (laughs) That would count as part of the experiment. It would count, absolutely. But because I'm a systems person, I I didn't try anything right away. I made a list of 30 flirtations. Oh, my god! I did, 30 ideas, and I was like... I'm secretly going to do these one a day for 30 days and see what happens. And halfway through the experiment, it had, my husband never knew that this is what I was doing. Halfway through the experiment, it had transformed our relationship so much that I told Lisa about it. Okay. And then Lisa, now I'm turning it to you. You encountered that uh, change in attitude, I think one day with uh, your husband. What happened? Yeah. I told her when she talked about the flirtation experiment, I said, you know what? I think that's like one of the secrets to our marriage that we've enjoyed. We just celebrated our 30th anniversary and we still don't, we're not just staying married. We actually really enjoy each other and we still kiss and talk and hold hands and 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 it's not just because we're a good fit, but because we really have been building this over years. However, the turning point, I would say, that I recall is back when I had four small children and I was making dinner and I was frustrated in my spirit, just feeling like all I do is cook, clean, look after the kids, make the world go around for everybody else. And my husband came in and he came behind me and like I was kind of cooking some vegetables on the stove and he put his arms around me and I just did the uh, rejection thing, you know, stop, I'm busy. And, I've um, been pulled on all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I and, and And I just, and then I kind of saw over my shoulder, I watched him walk away and he just kind of had, like his shoulders were just drooping and, and I had this strange moment where I thought, what did I just do? Mm. Here I've been saying, I want more love, I want affection, I want romance. And I just you know, turned him away and th- made this my priority. These these onions are my priority. <laughs> and so I turned off the stove and I just whipped around and I pressed myself into him and did a, you know, a Hallmark 
PG-13 moment. <laughs> and we just had this awesome moment, like right there in the kitchen. The kids just stopped what they were doing. And they're oh, all just they like were watching wow. mom and dad like, oh. fun. And uh, it was really a great moment of going, you know what? We don't need to wait until everything's perfect. We don't need to set aside. I'm, I'm all for date nights, and that comes out in the book as well. But we don't have to wait for date night. And we, we can just make the most of these daily moments. All right, Aaron, as we've been listening along, somebody's realizing, uh, it's been a while. How can they start to kind of rekindle the romance? Mm, I think first and foremost, awareness that I want to do that. And even letting your spouse know, like, I want to do this. This doesn't have to be some secret. You know, just talking about it is going to help. But then take action. And, you know, like we were just talking about earlier, playful teasing, compliments, Send a flirtatious text. Just make sure you're sending it to your spouse. Yeah, be careful about texting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she, um, she's saying that because I was trying to be flirty in a text with Aaron and, and got rather flirty, explicitly flirty with her. Sent it to my boss oh. here at Focus on the Family <laughs> yeah. by mistake. Yeah, so just Oops. make sure it's your spouse. Um, laughter, sharing secrets, planning date nights, surprises and gifts. Greg, gifts. I love I'm gifts. gifts. And so, you know, it's just being intentional and even thinking back to what did we used to do hmm. when we were dating and engaged? How did we flirt? And even early marriage, how did we flirt? And as we've added kids and jobs and careers and responsibility and bills and finances, all those things that can be the, the joy suckers of marriage, how do we go back to what we used to do? Hmm. And, and even, I mean, ask the question, what a great little conversation starter for laying in bed maybe at the end of tonight is you're laying in bed. Just just ask your spouse, hey, in this season of our life, what what, what does flirtation look like for us? Like what's the best way that I can flirt with mm-hmm. you? And, and there might be a variety of reasons why one thing that maybe Aaron mentioned wouldn't work, but, but what is that thing? So yeah. it's a great way to find out is to ask the experts, and you're both laying there tonight. Yeah. Ask each other mm-hmm. that question. Have the conversation. And Lisa and Felicia have written the book together, The Flirtation Experiment, Putting Magic, Mystery, and Spark into Your Everyday Marriage. It's a fun read, and uh, it should go a long way in helping you and your spouse kind of rekindle. Uh, We'd love to send that book to you. It's available for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, Donate generously as you can. Either sign up to be uh, on the monthly pledge team or uh, make a one-time gift to the ministry. Either way, we'll send the book to you, and you can find all the details in the show notes. Also in the show notes, a link to our newly updated, revised free marriage assessment, which also covers romance and communication and so much more. Uh, It's a great way to kind of gauge where you're at in the relationship. Find the link to the free marriage assessment in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Shanti Feldhahn and Dr. Michael Seitzma as they address wrong assumptions that couples have about sex. Uh, For the Smallies and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord, and you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. 
Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.